Good morning. This is the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and glad to have you tuned in this morning. And Jamie's with us here, of course, Jamie Broslovsky. Yes, good morning. Yep, and we have a special guest, which we're going to introduce here in just a second. But before that, uh, I want to invite you to visit our website. It's DaveFox.com. Really easy to find. And then we've got DaveFoxRadio.com, where you can find all of our previously broadcast shows. If you ever want to reach us, then you can email info at DaveFox.com. We'd love to hear from you. So, Jamie, what do we have going on today? We have a guest with us. We do. Yeah. So today we're going to be going over a, um, talking about a project that we recently completed, mm-hmm. a project of the month, although we don't quite do the monthly, but no, like this month we have it one. It kind of turned, used to be monthly. Used to be monthly. But then it became an annual thing. Yeah. <laughs> the monthly thing became annual. They're fun though. You know, it's like a deep dive into a project and yeah. we have the interior designer on this project here with us today. So Faith. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about this beautiful primary bathroom project that we uh, really recently completed and photographed, and it's it's pretty jaw dropping. It's Thank a stunner. You. Yeah, I would say so. Just looking at the photos here, I haven't seen the job personally yet, but shame on me for that, right? Faith? Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Why Should have made it out a there? good one. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, well, Faith, do you want to start just by kind of telling us a little bit in general, in general, in general, in general, about what this project was, kind of what the client wanted us to do and goals, um, things like that. Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, so this client came to us with this primary bathroom remodel in mind. Um, they had an old jacuzzi tub in the corner of their master bath, like a lot of homes in Ohio do, and they did not want to keep that there anymore. They wanted more of a freestanding looking tub with a tub filler, a bigger shower. The one they had before was very cramped, um, so very tight, not a lot of space for elbow room or anything in their previous shower. And they also wanted a more elaborate and extravagant looking vanity area. They wanted to feel like they were in a hotel. The husband travels a lot, so he wanted to feel like he was in just as high end of a hotel when he was at home. Hmm. We hear that a lot, don't we? Yes, we do. A lot of clients. Although I'll bet that he feels like he's in a bathroom finer than some of the hotels. That's what he says. He's told me that he did not, after that, he doesn't like to travel as much because he loves his bathroom more. So it worked out well. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so what were some of the kind of key components that they did want to keep about their bathroom? The key components were keeping the vanity in the existing area. They didn't want to move it to a different spot in the bathroom. Um, they also wanted to kind of keep their toilet in a toilet room that they had previously. They liked the location of that. And they also didn't want to take any space from other existing areas like the master bedroom or the closet that was right off of the bathroom. They wanted to kind of stay in that same footprint and keep things in the similar location as to what they were so before. So did you feel like you had enough room to work with in that yes. footprint? Yeah. That so it was one, a fairly spacious bath to start with? Yes, it yeah, was. That helps a lot, doesn't it? It does, very yeah. much. <laughs> Yeah, looking at the before pictures here, it is a good amount of space, although it looks very, um, for lack of a better word, builder grade. Yes, very kind much of standard so. builder. Is that before or after? The, <laughs> the before oh, okay. definitely looks like the kind of what you get when you buy a house yes. in the 90s like, yes. or early 2000s, maybe. Yes. Yeah, with the framed glass. 
the tub deck around a drop-in tub with the jacuzzis that yeah. most people don't like to use after a while because they get build up in them. Although back when they did that drop-in tub, they probably thought that was very probably cool. yeah, right? they probably did because it's like it having a hot tub in your for bathroom. Figure out that they weren't so cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see here too. It looks like they had previously a drop down in their vanity for like a seat and a makeup yes. vanity that wasn't being utilized. No, it wasn't being utilized at all. She doesn't sit at a makeup area. She likes to stand. They're both very tall also. Yeah. Um, so she didn't want to sit to do her makeup. She wanted just to have a makeup mirror on the wall. So we yeah. ended up incorporating that into the That's new design as well. That's pretty common too. And if Faith aren't yes. a lot of people taking out the little vanity desk. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people don't like the step down either because it's harder to clean. And then also it kind of makes the vanity feel more chopped up mm-hmm. and also not look as large. Where if you have it all one surface, all one level, it makes it look a little bit bigger too. Yeah. In this industry, it's so true that different periods of time go through themes and they do some of them stick and last a long time others of them are just like a passing fading thing they just don't hang in there very long Mm-mm. so that's true of the big tubs that were in the great big you know monument type uh-huh. application <laughs> yes <laughs> you bow down to the tub yes. <clears throat> and then the, like the little desk vanities which back at the time and i mean i was around when we were doing those we yeah. just thought it was so cool but it's just something that was cool for a minute and nobody used it. So yep. now it's not cool. And everybody's taking them out. Yeah. 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 I know it is interesting. You know, I think of too, um, same kind of thing in a kitchen. It used to be the trend to always do the, like the two tiered Island to have the bar height mm-hmm. and then the counter height. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're always taking those oh, out no. and making them one level just opens up the space, makes the Island feel bigger, bigger, same kind of thing. Mm-hmm desk areas that happens with a lot too in kitchens most people don't use those anymore either so we're yeah. taking those out a lot too i know i've seen a lot of people turn their little desk area in the kitchen into like a bar yes yeah that yeah. seems to be the the, the going thing the trend yeah. for that <laughs> very cool yeah so window stayed the same location anyway yes we did um, change it out to a new window um a picture window that was tamper resistant okay um, so that way, if it did ever yeah. break or anything, it would not. It's amazing hurt. what you can accomplish in a really a pull and replace because the layout did not change at all, but it's a completely different space. Um, and we'll have pictures up of this project too on our website and on our social media at Dave Fox Design Build. If you want to kind of look at what we're looking at, um, hop on our website at DaveFoxRadio.com. This episode will already be posted with the pictures. Um, and then also on our Instagram, we'll post these, have these on there as well. So you can look at what so we're talking about. So on dayfoxradio.com, we have pictures there too? Yeah. If you click in to see that recording, yeah. um, so this recording, if you okay. click on this episode, there's a little description. And when it's something like this that we're talking about, a visual of some oh. sort, we'll have pictures Jamie, on that's that that's a page. great idea. I, you know, <laughs> you're a genius. That's why you keep me around, Gary. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm right there. All right, That's score all one for Jamie. She's got yes. a job for another week at least. Oh, a week? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Feeling good about this week. <laughs> but yeah, so that way you can kind of follow along and, um, and see what we're talking about mm-hmm. firsthand. But yeah, and the shower you had mentioned was really small before. Yes. Um, and just even the clear glass opposed to what do you call that when you a framed glass before yeah Yeah. i mean that makes it it feels so much bigger yeah and we came out further as far as the depth and a little bit wider by about six inches wider but also changing the location of the shower heads helped with that too before it was very low and they're tall so it made it really hard for them to like 
crouch underneath the shower head before. Mm. Oh, yeah. So now they don't have to do that. And then we changed to a rain head um, for the husband. He really likes the rain head, which a lot of men seem to like because they don't have to worry about washing all of the soap and suds out of their hair like females do usually with the long hair. Um, And then there's also a shower head in there and a handheld. So that's why women don't like the rain head as much? Yes. You can't get the soap out. It feels great. It's relaxing, but it's just, it doesn't get the soap out of your hair. I didn't know that Mm because I love the rain head. Yes. We have both in our shower, the rain head, and then it's actually a handheld, but I use it as just the shower Shower head head. because that one really gets gets in there and gets that shampoo out. (laughs) Put the water right where you want it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so in this space, what would you say is your favorite feature? There's a lot. I would say probably the vanity with all of the lighting. That is probably my favorite part. Um, yeah. cause we ended up doing lighting underneath the cabinet. The cabinet's a floating vanity. Um, so it has about 12 inches underneath from the bottom of the cabinet to the floor. And we did lighting underneath that, that can be dimmable. Um, so you could use it as like a nightlight if you wanted just to have something simple and a little bit less dramatic on at night to hurt your eyes that's um, awesome you're going in to use the restroom in the evening and then the other lights around the vanity too above the mirrors and to the sides for sconce lights as well okay so thank you faith we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back this is the dave fox home remodeling show and today we have a special guest faith one of our interior designers is uh, going through a bathroom remodel, which is quite amazing, right, Jamie? I mean, yes. these photographs mm-hmm. are stunning. And Faith, so right before the break, you were mentioning your favorite part was the vanity. And yes. it's a floating vanity. And Jamie, like you were saying, was this an 80s bathroom? I believe it was late 80s, early 90s, Okay, if I late correctly. 80s, early, early 90s. And I mean, from the photographs of the before pictures, you can certainly tell that. Yes. We were talking about how there's some... Uh, different things that occurred at different time periods that were popular, but then they disappear. And one was the desk in the vanity area. seems like nobody really, very few people want that anymore. And then, of course, the big drop-in tub with the big frame and deck around it. Yes. (laughs) Which at the time was quite stunning, and now it's... uh, demoed and thrown away into the dumpster. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty frequently. but, you know, and looking at these photos, I don't know, I'm sure you're going to get this, Jamie, but one of the most stunning things is just the immediate appearance of all this tile mm-hmm. and the dramatic effect that it that it makes. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to talk about that or should we make people wait to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can. T- I mean, the tile is show-stopping. Um, and it's almost, it's funny, it's like an illusion. You can't tell where it starts and where it stops. Um, yeah, because when I say tile over the radio, you know, you're thinking 12 by 12, yes. 24 by 12, whatever. Yeah. Well, you would never, when you first look at this, you think it's just huge, giant slabs of some kind of really cool quartz or yes, stone or something. You do. Yeah. So tell us, talk us through that. So uh, that okay. tile is a 24 by 48 tile. So it's very large. It's considered a large format tile, um, but it has a pattern to it that is a book match. Um, so basically when you, if you were to open a book and you see the opposite on each side, basically, so like the center part would complete that pattern, um, it does the same thing with the tile. So it gives a really cool effect and does make it look a lot like a natural stone or a quartz large slab mm-hmm. instead of 24 by 48 pieces. Yeah. Yeah. It's stunning. 
I like how it's also the, I guess the toe kick around, like a, yes, around the we whole did bathroom. baseboard in baseboard, it. Baseboard, thank you. Um, and then we also did floor tile that matches it was in that same tile line but it's not the book match so you carry the same pattern um as far as the color scheme and all of that but not the book match part of it i that's funny i just assumed it was laid differently on the floor that's Uh -uh. cool so up the wall you have the book book match match, yes (laughs) and then the floor is the the floor was 12 by 24s oh was it yeah Hmm. which you can't really tell in the pictures either because it it really it gives that large effect, I think, with that pattern, too. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's like a piece of art, the whole bathroom. It's beautiful. So what are some of the, I guess, nuances or tricks or tricky parts with the size of tile? A lot of it comes in with the installation. So we went and met with our tile installer on site when this tile was getting installed. Um, and before they would put a panel up, we would lay it all out and make sure how we wanted the book matched like where we wanted it to start and stop because you'll see at the beginning of the shower you you're like in half of that tile Uh um where when you go to the center we wanted the corner to meet up where that center of that book match would be and then on the main back wall of the shower because we knew you would see that part of the book match more we wanted two pieces to butt together there and then have a new tile start where the glass started so that way your seams weren't messed up or anything and you Mm -hmm. didn't you got the full effect of the tile instead of it being broken in half that's part of the artistry of tile it it? is especially with a tile like this and i think back of a project you know some tiles come random so like they're buried shades and everything yes which scares me to death because i remember (laughs) one project and I, i think this might have been your project faith where we had uh kind of a glossy random tile that we put on the wall but the homeowner wanted to pick out the randomness yes and when we got done it didn't look it didn't random. look right at and all and we had to actually pull it all off and, and put truly it all back on do it randomly yes because that term random is that's it means something it means it does. don't pay attention just throw it up there yes but where you're laying tile out like this with such a a unique pattern i mean it takes forethought and these in layout to make sure that it's all gonna flow correctly it does yeah yeah, I think um, I can. I really like how it turned out around the kind of the return of the glass wall of the shower. Yeah, because you almost can't tell if it's a reflection. Yeah, or if it's continuing. It it's does. Kinda, it's like an illusion. It does give you that effect. Yeah, it's very pretty. And then I see too. Is it a zero entry into the shower? Yes, it is. That's so we did large format tile, the twelve by twenty fours in the shower floor as well with a linear drain so you don't see the drain in the floor and then tiled the linear drain so you don't see it oh at my all. gosh That's so cool. it just looks very cohesive and it's along the back wall so all of the water flows toward the wall yeah and that's the only way you can use a large format tile in a shower right? yes because normally the shower pan is going to be circular and angled towards the center mm-hmm. so you have to use small tiles because you can't bridge across an uneven space with a large tile exactly but here you've got just one plane that's tipped down to that long trench drain mm-hmm. or linear drain so that way the the look of the floor remains intact throughout the, it does. the bathroom and the uh, shower floor itself yes yeah Absolutely. I mean, there's so much dimension to this bathroom. It's there's so many like key components that mm-hmm. play together that just really draw you in. 
and the tile is certainly one of them. And then you had mentioned the vanity and the lighting. Yes. This is really unique lighting for a bathroom. It is. They had a very high, the bathroom has a vault to it, and the vanity wall was very, very high. And we wanted to take use of that space, so we did very tall mirrors over the sinks and over the center of the vanity and then did the sconce lights so you have the lighting around your face for makeup or anything like that and then we also did picture lights above those mirrors to give you some down lights as well and then there's yeah, a chandelier in there too because it would have looked very squatty if you lo- used yes. the standard equipment there. it would have looked mm-hmm. very very squatty if you mm-hmm. did shorter mirrors or anything yeah so this took some use of that taller yeah, jamie remind me if people just tuned in uh, remind them how they can find pictures of this project yeah, so a couple of ways you can find pictures of this project while we're kind of running through it. Um, first of all, on our website, um, through the radio show, especially if you go to dayfoxradio.com and find this episode, there will be pictures within that. Um, if you click on the link for this episode, it will also be in our photo gallery under bathrooms. Um, you'll kind of see that tile right away. It should be near the top. And then also, of course, on our Instagram and Facebook, at dayfoxdesignbuild. Um, on our Instagram, I know actually recently we did a reel of this that shows a video walkthrough of the bathroom too, so you can get a full look at the space. And it highlights the, I'm going to say this wrong, Faith, knurled? Yes. Knurled? Yes. All right. <laughs> the knurled hardware? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty much on everything from the lights to the bath accessories to the cabinet hardware. Um, and then it's even on some of the shower plumbing pieces and on the door handles going into like the toilet room. Okay, so what is knurled hardware? So it's kind of a, it's like a texture. It almost has like a crisscross, but like a raised texture to it. It's just a really, yeah, kind of like an etched, Mm -hmm. really, really nice, like textured pattern to it. But then parts of it, it'll show that, and then other parts have it more, like, have smoothness to it. Okay. But it's yeah. on a lot of the brass pieces in the bathroom. It's like a gold wedding band that starts out knurled, and then over years it gets smooth. <laughs> yes, <somehow. Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, it was on the, the faucets, the towel bars. Um, the light fixtures. Light fixtures. Door handles. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of knurling happening. Yes, not a lot of knurling. They I really know. liked it a lot. Yeah, it's really, it's a... Very cool, kind of chunky yet elegant. Mm-hmm. Just a nice little detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really neat. So the bathroom's just all knurled up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Knurled up. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we are talking today about a stunning bathroom project we did. And Jamie just told you how you can find photos of that. And uh, we've got some more details to go over the, with this. So we will take a little break here and we'll be right back. This is the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Glad that you are tuning in to segment three of our radio show today. So Jamie has put together an interesting show. She invited Faith, uh, one of our interior designers. If you're just tuning in, we are going through a really an amazing bath that Faith designed. And Faith, it has to have been fun to work with this homeowner. I mean, you, you ended up, you start with like a late 80s look, um, definitely a late 80s look and if you look at these (laughs) pictures you'll see that real quick and then you go to something so stunning and i don't know just how was the design process take take us through that journey working with the client ending up with something like you ended up with here the client came to us at first wanting to 
elevate the bathroom and definitely get away from the 80s and more into the current time periods. Um, and they also wanted to have something that made them feel like they were going to a hotel when they were in their bathroom. They travel a lot and they wanted something to feel more elaborate than where they were when they were traveling. So we took a lot of time looking at tile samples um, as well as different tubs and vanity layouts. We kind of, we went very detailed on the vanity um, because they wanted to have different storage organization in the drawers that you see in the picture. Um, And they also wanted to have a lot of lighting. So we went through the selection phase where we have different tile samples sitting out and cabinet colors and finishes and also the plumbing fixtures. Um, and the client fell in love with the brush brass finish um, and all of the different fixtures from Brizo. And then they also loved the idea of a tub that you didn't have to clean behind. They wanted a look of a freestanding tub, but they didn't want a tub that you could actually get behind it and to the side of it because they knew they would never be able to get back there very easily to clean it. So they also wanted something that filled up that space but gave you that open feel of a freestanding tub. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't realize until you said that that it wasn't freestanding. Yeah, me too. yeah, yeah. In the corner there, it just goes right into there, so mm-hmm. it butts right to the wall on the left and the back. So you don't have to worry about cleaning in there at all. You just have to clean in between the glass and the tub and in front of it. Yeah. So the tile is such a, vis- a stunning visual feature of this bathroom. So how are you able to get across that the look that they were going to end up with before they actually saw the real thing? A lot of pictures on this particular tile brand's website shows the tile images very well. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were able to look at it that way. We also got in um, samples of the smaller size tile so they could really view the color of it at least to make sure they really wanted that color scheme. Mm -hmm. This specific tile came in probably, I think it was four or six other color options. So that way they could really narrow down what color they wanted it to be. So the samples for that really helped. But they knew when they came to us, they knew that they really liked a book match look. So we kind of had a direction to start from, which was great. They kind of did their homework and started looking at images before we started. So we knew a direction Mm -hmm. to go instead of just Mm -hmm. here's some ideas, see if you like them. Yeah. So what brought them to Dave Fox? They said it was basically our reputation um, and just hearing about us and seeing our signs through different neighborhoods that they had been in and just really wanted to work with us and thought that our reputation was better than anybody else's. Well, there you have it. Yeah. All right. Very good. And so I think one other kind of key element in this bathroom uh, that we haven't talked about yet is the barn door. Yes. Which... I mean, you can barely call it, refer it to it by something towards a barn because it's the most glamorous quote elegant unquote barn door. Barn door. Yeah, elegant. <laughs> um, tell us about that. Yeah. So with that, um, we we started calling it a sliding door for them because they didn't like the idea of I know. the I'm barn. Like, when you say barn door, you think like a very rustic. farmhouse yeah. rustic type of design, where this is a frosted glass um, mullion brushed brass metal frame um, door that slides on a brushed brass track um, and then also has some very cool details to the wheels that are on top of the door Mm -hmm. that help it slide back and forth. Um, So it has a lot of detail, but the frosted glass was very important to them because their closet is behind that door and they didn't want to be able to see in there in case it was messy or anything like that. But they definitely wanted to have some light come through before they had um, 
like an 80s style mirrored sliding bypass door Mm -hmm. and they hated it. So they wanted something completely different and this tied in really well with the other brushed brass features in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do like that there was still a full length mirror incorporated into the space though. They definitely wanted to have a mirror, another full length mirror somewhere in the room that they could use. So we had one custom made with a brushed brass metal frame that matched all of the other bathroom fixtures. Very cool. And I also noticed that there's actually no cabinets. They're all drawers on the vanity. Are they all functional? Yes, they are. Um, The top top two have cutouts in them, though, so you only have half of the drawer on the top um, for on both sides because you have the plumbing for the sinks coming down there. The bottom drawers are fully functional. Those have dividers in them um, that we had the cabinet company put in so that way if you put, like, shampoo or soap or face wash or hairspray or anything you can set it straight up and it doesn't fall over oh. yeah, so it has the a divider are really to keep it wide in there. so that yes. would really be helpful so we put those yeah. in there so they can use it more functionally very cool awesome what were other, some of the other kind of key elements that these homeowners really wanted to incorporate or were parts that they kind of were the driving force on or loved the shower was definitely one of them they like I was saying, the shower is super small before. Um, so the husband really wanted to be able to stand under a shower head. Sure. <laughs> the little seem, things, you It know? seems like that's such a normal thing, but for him it was difficult. So this helped with that a ton. Um, they also wanted to have a niche before they had one of those shower caddies that you hung on the shower head and everything fell off of it when you would get in the shower. <laughs> so they hated that and definitely wanted a niche. So we put a niche in in the tile, but we kept the pattern going. So you can't tell that it's different there. It just has the same pattern flowing with that book match in the well, back of sure it. I relate to the size part of it because you know, I'm <laughs> tall. You're tall. I have long arms. And if I get in a tiny shower, if I just reach up to put soap on my hair or something, I'm banging the side of the yes. shower. <laughs> so, it doesn't feel good. Having some space like they have here is definitely helpful for a larger guy. Yeah. Yes, that helps a ton. The lighting was also something, too, because they wanted to make sure they could do makeup and things like that. She was very concerned about that. So we did the makeup mirror that has a light incorporated in it. And then the sconce lights were a great part of that, too. Yeah, now back to the shower. Is there no door on it? Um, it does have a door. Okay. Just uh, must be open in these floors. Yeah. Yeah, I see the hinges now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Does that go both ways, the door? Technically, it can, um, and then it ha- but it has a sweep on it to okay. help the water stay in or out. Okay. Um, so that when you pull it that way, it usually sweeps the water back toward the shower. You usually don't want to bring it in too far because a lot of times it'll hit the shower head depending okay. on the distance and the width of the door. Very cool. Yeah, that's some tall glass. Mm-hmm. It is. We were very worried that we wouldn't be able to get the panel, the large panel that's between the tub and the shower, um, up the piece? stairs and oh. into the room because oh, yeah. of it being so large. We were yeah. thinking we were going to have to do multiple pieces, and we really didn't want to do that. So yeah, they worked very hard to get that in there. <laughs> Aesthetically, though, it really adds to the whole space because it's a very contemporary, clean look. It is. Yeah. Very cool. Um, are there kind of what steps need to be made when you're doing a floating vanity like that to make sure it stays floating? Yeah, you don't want someone <laughs> to, to sit on it and make it fall. Device on it, <laughs> oh, is that yeah, what it is? That's okay. What it is, yeah. <laughs> that must be it. 
Um, we make those custom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those where you can shrink cabinets in the field things, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it has a it has metal bracing underneath it, and then also between the countertop and the cabinet as well. So it has plenty of support there. That's why we also had the tile go up higher underneath the vanity, so it hides that bracing behind mm-hmm. there. Oh, and they're far enough off the floor that it's not really tight to clean. Exactly. I mean, you got room to get under there and clean. You can still get under there Which easily. I know a lot of people, cleaning is an important part. Of yes. <laughs> making sure it functions well over time. Okay, so again, we are talking about a really cool bathroom project that Faith designed. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about this uh, right after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. This is segment four, Jamie. Yes, it is. Yep. Last segment for today. And just to remind everybody, or maybe you're just tuning in, we are talking about a project, a bathroom project. And you guys were calling it the primary bath. Yes. So is it a master bath or? Yes. Yeah. So so the terminology for a master bath the PC terminology these days is actually primary. Is that right? Yeah, because I think, is it NKBA that yes. made this regulation? Yes, NKBA made the regulation, yes. Yeah, they made the changed, name change. Yeah, so I, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe the reasoning is that master bath was a term that came about during the time of slavery. Um, Whoa. I believe that's correct. And so it is a pain point and now it is switched to primary so there you go (laughs) that is the pc so So now we say primary yes yes or ensuite we'll say primary or ensuite yeah forgive me if i continue to call it a master bath it's okay okay we'll allow it is that right um but since I'm in marketing and I have to use proper terminology, I do call it the primary. Okay. <laughs> it's so hard to change your brain to say it. This is the primary master bath. Now, there is a secondary master. Oh, no, there isn't. Oh, just one master bath. Yeah. It's the primary. The primary. Got it. Yes. Primary bathroom. All right. I'll try to be politically correct for the rest of this episode. Okay. <laughs> it's hard, especially when you're used to saying it that way for so long. It's very yeah. hard to not call it that. Yeah. I find myself I even during selection meetings Indians, and stuff. The Cleveland Indians. Yeah. So. Oh, I do too. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's just something you're used to. It's hard uh, yep. to change it. It is. It's yeah. very, Name changes are very hard. I mean, mm-hmm. even my husband goes by Oscar, but that's a nickname. Yep. And I can never call him by his real name because I was introduced to him as Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, any name change like that, once you know, when the way you're introduced to something is usually what sticks uh, is change is hard. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's not, it's not hard to make the change from an eighties bathroom to this modern one though. No, it is not. (laughs) I think that happened pretty easily. Uh, they they toughed through the install of it. Yes. Yes. Living, living large now. So some other kind of key components here in this primary bathroom (laughs) are the faucets coming out of the wall. Yes. At the vanity area, we did wall mount faucets. So anytime you do that, it takes a little bit more time and cost for plumbing to be done because the plumbing has to go up the wall instead of through a vanity cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it ends up adding a little bit more plumbing time and labor in there for that to be able to be functional. Yeah, you know what else too is uh, usually when you're putting a wall mounted uh, lav faucet in, there's usually a plumbing vent behind there. Yes. So that means that has to be moved too. Yes. Almost every time there'll be a plumbing vent there. Yes, I feel like that's a big issue a lot of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also found that the 
measuring of everything is very critical. Yes, you have to be very detailed on the placement of the faucets, the height location, the sinks, because different vessel sinks. And this job, we did a vessel bowl sink. And a lot of times with those, they're all different heights and shapes and sizes and everything. So you have to make sure the distance is accurate for that too. Yeah. Um, and then we did a quartz backsplash behind this one that went up to the bottom of the mirrors that the faucets are mounted into. So we also had to make sure the quartz was drilled in the exact location for the hole for that and the vessel sinks. Mm. That's true. There's that's lots of details. On site. No, not for that one. Oh, that's that's tough. Yes, that so a little, a little bit extra, de- <laughs> a lot of measuring, extra detail in drawings for sure. Yeah, I know. I, I'll definitely, you know, the wall-mounted faucets and the vessel sinks are done wrong more often than right. I've found, you know, if they're in a, I'll use them at a hotel or in a restaurant bathroom or whatever the case is, and so often the wall mount faucet doesn't come out far enough. Yes, mm-hmm. or the sink is too high all of it or the vanity they didn't accommodate for a vessel sink so the vanity it's starts too high. too high for the vessel sinks so you're lifting your arms up to your eyeballs it is when it's done wrong it is you can tell for sure you can tell instantly yes yeah. my uh friends moved into a house that had a wall mounted faucet and it was not measured properly so they have to have this little kid attachment to it that brings the water out <laughs> oh no because the faucet's like too short room. yeah oh. <laughs> I think they need to call Dave Fox remodeling. I think so too. I keep telling them. Mm-hmm. I, I think so too. Them. Their neighbors probably think that Dave Fox is there all the time no. because your car's the there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're having lots of work done if you ask yep. their neighbors. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is. There's a lot of measuring that goes into making that function properly. Yes, very much. And I think especially in a bathroom where the function is so high between washing your face and brushing your teeth and washing your hands, it's there's a lot, a lot happening in there. It's yes. a very high functioning space. Um, so any little error, you can is tell, be an issue. Yes, makes it very magnified. Yeah. Definitely. And then did you even have to account for the thickness of the quartz? Yes, you had to account for that. And then you also had to account for the plumbing for the sink in the drawers. Mm -hmm. So when we did those drawers and made them half for the width of the drawer on the top two drawers, we had to make sure we had enough room for that plumbing and how far down the elbow was going to drop because we wanted to make sure that we could still have full drawers on the bottom. Yeah, right. So I had to go over that with our plumber oh, sure. quite frequently to make sure that height so was So that trap had to accurate. be up above that yes. lower drawer. Mm-hmm. So we had to go over that a lot a few of details. Times. Yeah. That's why yes. we have our quality control meetings. So yes, often, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Are there any other kind of challenges elements um, that you kind of wanted to draw attention to on on this project? The shower glass, getting that up the stairs was not easy. Um, The plumbing was definitely a little more difficult. The shower plumbing was also um, a little bit difficult because of the spacing of where I wanted the shower head to go and where framing is located Mm -hmm. because you can't put it where that's at. Yeah. And sometimes it's right in the middle where you want a shower head to go. Um, so we had to rework that a couple of times, um, just talking about it in the field before the plumbing went in. We went over that with the plumber there. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with having those three different shower pieces in there, the shower head that's a regular shower head, the rain head, and the handheld. We had to have quite a few different diverters for those as well. Okay, yeah. so it's multiple diverters yes. instead of one that does all of it? Yes. So you could have two of those components on at the same time? Yes, you okay. could. 
Yep. So that's the advantage of having multiple diverters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you want the rain head on and the hand shower. You can't. You're all set. Yeah. yeah. And then they just had one for temperature. So the one that's temperature, you could just leave that at that all the time and you don't have to adjust it. If you know you're going to like that temperature, you just turn the other valves on and you're good to go. Yeah. So we re- did we replace the window above the Yes, tub? we did. Okay. So we didn't cut it in or make the change the size or anything? No, we did okay. not change the size. Um, we just did a new window in there. The one previously had a, um, it basically was like two separate windows. Okay. Um, and so they wanted it to be one big picture window yeah. to make it look a little bit cleaner, kind of like the glass in the shower. Mm-hmm. So we changed it to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a very contemporary space. Um like the style of yes it's very clean very clean lots of clean lines yeah minus the knurling (laughs) so in the vanities there's drawers on both sides and then that's just a little open cubby area in the middle she really wanted an open spot to be able to roll up towels and just have them easily accessible so when you're getting Mm -hmm. out of the shower if you needed to grab one they're right there yeah a motel feature yes a little hotel Mm -hmm. feature that is a very hotel feature (laughs) yeah Very cool. It's a beautiful space. That must have been a really fun project to work on it and was see a come to life. Very fun project. Yeah. That we, tile QC yeah. was probably a um Oh yes. A big moment. It was. The <laughs> tile QC was probably one of the biggest moments of the project. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Talking through all the details. And Steve, you know, one of our seasoned yes. installers. He's been doing this for many, many years. He was a good it was great to have, to have him there. on this project. Yes, it was. Because a, a lot of times he'll spend almost as much time laying it out as he does laying it down. Yes, very true. <laughs> Getting He's... all the layouts. Because you think of all the niches and all these niches, as you guys would say, all the different <laughs> things that have to be considered uh, with the size of tile. A lot of work. So we appreciate everybody tuning in today. Uh, you've been listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We've been doing this, Jamie, for, I don't know, over 10 years, right? Yeah. Yep. So we're going to be right back at it next Sunday morning at 8. We'll see you then.